Hey, everybody, this is Cloette. Buy your Amazon things. Oh, yeah. Through the SK Amazon Morton. Thing. I think that's a very simple and easy way to support something good. These are some good people here. I'm going on Amazon. It doesn't cost a thing. You just go through the site and go through Amazon and buy everything you're going to buy, and they get credit for that to keep this wonderful thing going and keep me on here. That was a great commercial. I'm going to put that at the beginning of the show. Oh, okay, great. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Standing the test of time with ineptitude and a broken number two pencil. Tonight, SK welcomes the Red Hot Chili Peppers minus Flea, R.E.M. minus Michael Stipe, and Marilyn Manson minus the cliche and contrived shock value. Oh, Moby's here. And now, North America's leading cause of narcolepsy, S.K. Morton. All right. Okay, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Okay. I'm a professional. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am going to greet the adoring throng. As you know, being a faithful listener, that's what I need to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I greet the adoring throng, welcome them to the Lousy Podcast, Another Night in the Bomb Shelter. Our regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano, is on assignment. So filling in this week and next, my little love muffin. Mm. My squeeze biscuit. <laughs> the reason I'm here, because I thought you were going to be home. Babette. Yay, for me. Bob Ross class. <laughs> you know, you can clap. Bob Ross class. Oh, no. It's Happy the Judd Nelson class. Breakfast Club clap. <laughs> All right, because he wants to get to her intro. She doesn't know what I'm no, going to say. No, I, I do. But, and, um, yeah. See, I have it on my paper, but, I- but you don't have it on yours. Oh, yeah. okay. So you you can tell me if you don't like it. I don't care. All right. Oh, you say you don't care. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see. Okay. Our guest tonight is something out of an enigma. <laughs> Let me try that one again. I do have that. Our gu- <laughs> in that she's mysterious, she's puzzling, and difficult to understand. She's mysterious <laughs> because we don't know how she got in here. <laughs> She's now. Here's this is this is not a funny. This is not going to be funny at all. This is highly corny, but you are puzzling because your mood is either down or a cross one. <laughs> get it? Down or a cross? I get the that Bob makes you Ross puzzling. Joke. It's a happy little puzzle. And as for <laughs> and as far as being difficult to understand, you'll see. So please welcome <laughs> singer, author, artist. YouTube sensation. What are you making that face for? Be- no. Are we taping? <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I don't know if I'm a YouTube sensation. Well, no, you're not a YouTube that. sensation. You're barely a sensation in this room. Yeah. But I wanted to make something nice up. You know what? Ladies and gentlemen. Y'all, I'm about to pull off the. <laughs> yes, I'm getting out the shell. Because I got to right. get my ammo. I see that right now. Getting out the shell. No. Cloette Williams. <laughs> ah. Thank you. Um, uh, yes. Can I question something real yes, quick? Yes, you have. <laughs> yes. Um, 
this situation uh-huh. about me being so difficult to understand. Oh dear is lord! Is that like a? Is it just kind of like supposed you just have to be? To wait. Okay. You have to no, wait. it's just difficult to understand. Because I don't want people to get this concept of me before I even start talking. No, like well, she's crazy. Oh no, that's what we're going for. Okay, good. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> That's, I was we have a crazy sure. lady in her Okay, head. I was making sure. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not crazy. I know. I asked your psychiatrist. He said, no, she's not crazy. <laughs> okay. So, no, Cloette, we, we, we actually, we've been looking forward to having you in the bomb shelter. I've been looking for forward about to a year. Oh, really? I would say, yeah, since the first time you expressed interest. Mm-hmm. Then you went I... off and doubled the size of your family. <laughs> No, I didn't double it. I just twenty percent. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't, if I doubled it, <laughs> yeah, that would true. be uh, You'd eight have of a, them. You would have a baseball team. How many people on the team? Well, there's twenty five, but I'm just thinking one. Right, you know, so you need to be accurate. I have team, a yes. a starting lineup, an NBA starting lineup with somebody on the bench. That's true. <laughs> oh wait, take that out. What? What? <laughs> what you just said? <laughs> Thank you. I think okay. we really should talk to our little guest. But we're gonna get to that. No, we're trying to work so out there. They're, cute. they're adorable. They're so cute. They are not they are. gonna. They're not gonna steal this Wait, from me. <laughs> I have to share our little guest everything. I have to split and divide and share everything about my soul. <laughs> they're not taking this. Not <laughs> our little I'm guests are so. How cute, do you feel though? about wire hangers? <laughs> Anyway, that's a white person joke. Okay. Yeah. You ever seen Mommy that. Dearest? No. Everybody okay. keeps asking me yeah. that. I've never seen that. <laughs> why I, I, do, I, I why do they keep asking you that? No, not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody. I have been asked that multiple times. Yeah, that, that concerns me. <laughs> no, not. I don't know why, but I was asked that. Actually, okay, I'll tell you what. Instead of talking about that sort of thing, we'll up, we'll make it a little more peppy. Let's yeah. talk about the little girl that was found in the coffin. Oh. <laughs> no, you you know about this story, right? It was it was it creeped me out at first a little bit. Yeah, because they um, had the windows in the coffins. Right. Yeah. But you know, honestly, I've always been kind of intrigued about death, even though it scared me when you were a little kid. Right. I just it just was so opposite of. Being alive, I just I don't know. I believe it's I was, the exact opposite. Right. Of being alive. So I was just always so curious about it. So that's what it was like creeping me out, but I couldn't stop reading it. Oh yeah, it was crazy. I've, I've, I kinda, I've always been the same way. What I found the most interesting about this story was not so much the death part. That just it was Victorian times. Right. Uh, for the throng that's listening that doesn't know the story, they d- recently a couple weeks ago they found the casket of a little girl out in the Richmond district and it had windows on the casket and it was sealed like hermetically so she isn't she hasn't decomposed oh, so she's like, like a mummy well she's i know she's not even a mummy she's just this body that hasn't decomposed but what i was wow. reading was that her skin was still intact they said the flowers are still in her hair they yeah. could tell that she had blonde hair and she was still holding right. a rose yeah and now she'd been in there for 145 years that's wow. like yeah. crazy but what got me was they're digging it up from on this woman's property. She's having work done. They, hey, we uh, found the casket of a little 145-year-old little girl out here. And she calls the city, and the city says, uh, not our problem, but you can't rebury her. They said she couldn't? No. Oh, like rebury her right. under, in the same spot. Exactly. And they're not going to take her away and do something with well, her. Well, I would have just sat her on City Hall steps. 
That's I not bet a they, bad idea. they would have gotten There's a lot of other of people there. Well, actually, there's a lot of stuff on City Hall steps, right. and they don't seem to do anything about it. Well, I think they would do something about that toddler That's in that uh, Victorian Barbie box. Yeah, uh, Victorian Barbie box. That's exactly what it looked like. But yeah, the you can't see her. You can just see the coffin and the windows. It's right. Yeah. Crazy. The 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 woman who owned the place. Her name is Erica Carner. The medical examiner's office told her that the body was her responsibility. And then there's an organization called Somebody's Child. And the woman who runs that organization, she took the body. And they actually just, I think it was last week, they finally gave the kid a burial. I think that they should be, like, they should have just cremated her at that yeah. point. But you're a, you're a cremation weird. person. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a cremation person. I'm a not getting stuck with the dead bodies of the family you know i don't know i think it's maybe in my culture from the south a lot of people uh wherever their family members are buried it's like they almost feel like they can't leave you're just kind of stuck you know i had to think of it myself like if one of my something god forbid something was to happen to one of my kids and i buried them here if i moved away i would always feel like my baby is there you know my child is there and i don't know like i said maybe it's just my culture in the south you know they're real big with that they they do probably more for funerals than they do when somebody's born and so I'm not with that, but I think it's hard for people to move and to just like, you know, establish a new life somewhere else because That's their sad. family is still yeah. there. Yeah, you I know can what see I'm saying? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it almost became a building department problem, but <laughs> it was just a little passing, you know, thought I had when I read the story a few weeks back and I was going to just use it on the show. But then I started to give it some thought and where they found her kind of opened up a story. Right. She was in the area of the old Oddfellows Cemetery. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people, even people who live here, don't know that it's illegal to bury anyone in San Francisco. It's it's like you can come here to do all the things that will kill you. And then when you die, (laughs) you got to go. That was. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Well, that's the problem. There's just no room. In fact, some of San Francisco's founding fathers, you know, city fathers that, you know, have all these things in their history... They're buried with a group of other bodies out in coma. So this is my question. The little girl that they found. Yeah. Why was no one by her? I just don't understand how she was left if they were clearing up people around her. Right. Or, you know, most of the time people have family members that are close by. I just don't understand. It's almost like she was the only one buried there. Maybe that was a home there and somebody buried her under their home. No. Well, this is what is believed to have happened. It was she was actually buried in Odd, the old Oddfellows Cemetery. Like I was saying before, out in the Richmond district, there were four big cemeteries. There was Lone Mountain, which is the one that goes up to USF. On the other side of that was Laurel Laurel Hill Cemetery. Laurel Hill Cemetery, because yeah, now Laurel Hill. But the point Hill. is, is that how did they get everybody around her, next to her, to the left, to the right, to the front, to the back? What I'm saying is, is they don't think she was the only one. They think with all of these old cemeteries, they didn't get everybody. Right. So they're still right. But I'm asking, like, maybe well, they you know, it might because be. she was small. That too, they or it might be her. it might be some other people under the next door neighbor's garage. That's, that's and what we're saying. They, just, they didn't do any. So, they weren't doing the excavation. Of PSA: her, Y'all need to dig up y'all garage yeah, so next can, door neighbors. <laughs> what's the address? I think her mom and dad or somebody might be there too. That's a possibility. On the other hand, because she was a little girl, maybe and she preceded her parents most likely. Right. It might have been around the time that they were digging things up. Oh, and they might not even they they might be in coma. Yeah. Do yeah. they know who she was? 
No, they gave they her a name. Her. I'm trying to remember the name. Do you remember? They what named the name was? her uh, something. I Eve. might have it. Yes. It was something. Yeah, Eve. yeah. It's easier to remember the second name, wasn't it? Yeah, it something was, Eve. The, yeah. The se- yeah, the second name was Eve. What was uh, the first but, name? Uh, I want to have to look it up. One thirty thousand people buried in Oddfellow Cemetery. Miranda. See. Miranda Eve. Miranda Eve. That's right. So. In any case, why I want you to have her on the show, the uh, Miranda Eve. No, oh, cut that part. I want you to have the lady <laughs> that owns nothing left. That owns the thing, the the house. Oh. I mean, what's her name? Carter. Have her on Carter. here and ask her why did she name her Miranda? She didn't. Well, someone did, but no. I don't think it was her. Was it her? Let me, let me see here. Ooh, that, that's an interesting question, isn't it? How'd she get the name Miranda? Who's Davy? That's the lady who came and took the. Maybe she's the one who named. Whoever Elisa named this Davies. child Miranda, but what made what made them feel like they had to rename this child? This child had they didn't a name. know a real. They, they didn't know, know a real but name. But why did they have to give her another name? It's not her name. Otherwise, not her. she's what is it, Baby Jane Doe or something like that's that? That's fine. I don't even okay. like that name. Exactly. That's I, what I. That's what I want to say. That's yeah. what I, I try to go around it. Okay. That's what I don't want to say. Don't go around it. Tell us exactly what you named the kid. It's kind of a stupid not name. Miranda what name? Eve. She starts to scare me every once in a while. Don't you know? be scared. She's like, is she serious? Be helpful. She's like Pesci in, in Goodfellas. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. but Yes, you do. No, I don't. But I know it's not uh, good. Can we get back I to hope. San Francisco Cemetery history? I don't know. I keep That's trying. That's what I really want to talk about. Okay. Bad Should I is... cut that out? Yes, cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Cut that out, please. Do that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the, it's really interesting when you hear the San Francisco cemetery history. I think you'll find it fascinating. Right. Well, here's the thing that I have yet to do this. And wh- when this came up, I was thinking, I thought, man, I really should have done this by now. That Oddfellow Cemetery I was telling you about where little Miranda Eve was found. Actually, there's still a portion of that cemetery still there. Really? Yes. It's called the Columbarium. The Neptune Society owns it. It was an old... I guess columbarium is the actual word for a big mausoleum that houses urns. And But it sat and wasn't being taken care of. And then I think in 1972, this guy, what was his name, was Emmett Watson. He became the caretaker, started cleaning the thing up. The Neptune Society purchased the property, and they've redone it. And so the columbarium out in the old the corner of the old Oddfellow Cemetery is still there, and you can take tours of it. And, and there's... There's urns in there? There's urns in there. So and there are still some people yes. buried in San Francisco. And there's still spaces. You could still have your urn put at the columbarium in San Francisco. Well, you know, all this could have been solved. Why didn't they just call SVU, get Olivia in, <laughs> stable on it? And then I would have been into that story. Olivia Actually, my nerves, so. Olivia, I met her Ooh. during Super Bowl week hmm. this year. Wow. Her and her husband. He's tall. He's taller than me. Okay. Tall, skinny guy with an Adam's apple. A pronounced Adam's apple. You know what? I was talking to my husband about the law and order, how, you know, they have like the people that are supposed to be the dead people and they show the bodies. Oh, the actors just later. And I said, I bet they have to pay those people a little bit more than normal because for one, what I've seen them have other people on the show that have been there before, but it's like they really can't have that person on that show alive again, at least not in a certain time frame. And then what if they have like kids or something that like real little and they don't understand and they could see that Uh, image like that. You're looking at this from the human being's point of view. No, no, I'm just, yeah. These actors, all they want to do is get on that screen. No, I was just thinking about it because I watch it so much. Okay, I'm with you. But (laughs) what I'm getting at on this is because I know you're an entertainer and I know you wonderful voice, great singer. Hmm. Do you have any acting experience? 
You know, uh, I consider myself a natural thespian. Uh (laughs) You know, it's just most um, singers and entertainers, they can do all of that. Uh, Yeah, because you know what? Some kind of way they get. I did notice that women singers, especially like Lena Horne, when she would sing. When I was a kid watching women who just, they they were just singing. They were acting. Yeah, they were very dramatic and their hands were the, the, you know, the whole thing like that. It was a little distracting for me as a five-year-old, but right. I see what you're saying, that yeah. there's there's some sort of thing to it that. It just kind of mixes. Which is why I always liked musicians who were playing an instrument at the same time, because they don't have time well, that threw me off, because you put said musicians that were playing instruments at the same time. At the same time as they're singing, that they're yeah, singing. Yeah, so you should say singers that okay. are playing an instrument singers at the same are, time. Yeah, because so musicians fun. are already playing the instrument, because mm. they're musicians. Mm. Yeah, so you just, yeah. Really? Cut that out. <laughs> that gets an applause right there. That's what happens. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the columbarium. There's actually four more of them in the city. One of really? them is in, on the second floor of Grace Cathedral. The point. The question really? is, how yeah. much does it cost to get in the columbarium? I don't know because I'm going to be flushed Francisco. down the toilet. Well, I'm, I don't want to be flushed down the toilet. They can throw me in the ocean or something. But actually, that's a problem. Why? Yep, they can't do that either. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nope. That's illegal. Yep. Everything you can't. Illegal. I mean, it's you, not illegal you, when it's one o'clock in the morning. And you, <laughs> snuck through, exactly. you snuck through the old uh, part where the Forty ers candlestick used to be, and you go through and go through the projects, and then Actually, go through I the think bay. You're defining a, an actual ordinance, but yeah, it's still illegal, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. Cut that out too. <laughs> Seriously. Um. Uh, then they said, well, we're not burying people anymore, and we want to keep building. So then they said, let's start getting rid of the cemeteries But guess what? If they could regenerate. Is regenerate a word? That's regenerate. a word. Yeah. yeah. If they could regenerate money from Money is people, not a word. <laughs> <laughs> and you had me thinking about it, too. No. If it was a way that they could regenerate money from dead people in San Francisco, it wouldn't be illegal anymore. Well, he's, he's, wait till he gets to... That the money, honey. the money part. Am I getting to the There's money? So part? many rules. Yeah. Which here. part? Which is the money part? About why they decided to move all the people. Oh, so they could build houses. When did, they, when did they do this? That was uh, from around 1902 is when they said no more burying, and then around 1921. Is this the only city that is it's illegal to be buried in a city that I you think, live in? I think Paris is the same. Really? Yeah. So only two places in the whole world. I did world. not research every city in okay. the whole world, no. That, I've never heard anything. I didn't even research Paris. I'm just pulling that out of my butt. Oh, okay. but, oh well, then it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's the catacombs. That was what? a whacked joke. That was oh, hey, a whacked hey, joke. That was. Hey. That's, I never heard of that, though. I'm, I'm learning so. No, oh, of yeah. just being illegal to be buried here. I just, I'm learning so much about this city. Well, that's good. That's what I want this show to be. What's interesting is the one of the very first cemeteries in San Francisco was called North Beach Cemetery. On the north side of Washington Square Park is a big church, the Church of Peter and Paul. It's big claim to fame besides being the address. What is it? 666? Yeah. Union Store. 666 Green Street? No. Um, 666 Filbert? 666. I'll get to no. it. What's the one? I'm sorry, I missed. I was asleep. That's what okay. <laughs> I dozed off. You don't understand. The point is that parcel where that big church is. Mm-hmm. Did I say Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio take their pictures there? You did. Yeah, I dozed off. That was North Beach <laughs> Cemetery. That was the first illegal cemetery as well, because people just buried. It wasn't really a cemetery. 
people just buried people there. And the landowner was like, stop burying people on my property. How, did he, how do you know that people just buried people well, there? Well, I guess you're walking you... along and there's a big pile of fresh dirt. Okay. Then on the other side of Telegraph Hill, you had the first Yerba Buena <laughs> Cemetery, which is not far from where the television was invented here in San Francisco by the genius of Green Street, Philo Farnsworth. We'll get to that another time. Hmm. But the reason why I said that was the first Yerba Buena Cemetery is you got your Yerba Buena Cemetery, then the first city hall, that comes down, then the first main library, that comes down in 2001, and that's when they were going to build the Asian (laughs) Art Museum. So in 2001, when they're digging up the foundation for the Asian Art Museum, guess what they find? What's that? They found 18 bodies from the original Yerba Buena Cemetery. Wow. Some of them still, one of them had a vest on. They were all laying flat on their back, Hmm. you know, arms over their chest. Mm -hmm. Some of them have their buttons. The clothes did, you know, get all eaten up and deteriorate. So the buttons from the clothing was on the skeleton, you know, the the rib cage. One guy still had his vest on and everyone was laying the same. And they were covered by like a plank of wood with nails in it. So all the other wood had rotted away. And there was like a plank over it with some nails, and underneath that plank was a well. Were these eighteen well-preserved skeletons? Were they in hmm. individual graves? Yeah, they were. In, they were in their own graves in what had one point been caskets, <laughs> but the caskets, you know, right. deteriorated. They were made of wood. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was another spot where there's still, and so they figure there's still several thousand bodies. Well, I would imagine or, we're or all sc- on top remains of, around the place. Of, of of, of dead bodies yeah. everywhere. Well, over what happened was all these ones, when they were originally closing, if they didn't go to the big four out in the Richmond district, many of them went out to what was known as Golden Gate Cemetery, which is now the land where Lincoln Park Golf Course is. Oh, hmm. that, that seems like a perfect place for a cemetery. And when they Why were, can't it still be one? That's a good well. They just golf course. Play some golf. Oh, they, but you act like when they dig it up, they're gonna leave the hole there. They'll cover that. Yeah. Some salt. Well, it's funny. That's the other thing I was gonna bring up is all the different spots where you can find tombstones where they don't seem to belong in San Francisco. One of them is in Lincoln Park. You'll find right. granite tombstones sticking up in different places. Really? Yeah. In fact, I'm thinking it's whole. I think it's the third hole. It's that one that goes up the hill, and there's two big trees on the right, and there's like this bushy area. Right. It's always where I lose my ball. Mm-hmm. And right behind that bushy area, there's actually like a tombstone. I don't know if it's, it would call it a tombstone, but it's got like it's granite and it's built up as a marker, and it's got like a copal on top of it with a cross. In any case, so that's some of the spots. You can also go to uh, Aquatic Park. The seawall at Aquatic Park is made out what of is, what is Aquatic Park? Um, down at the end of Hyde Street. Between Hyde and Van Ness. So do they call it Aquatic Park because yes. it actually has some water? It was, yeah, yeah, it's the beach. I swim out oh, there on Aquatic Park. Oh, it's the beach. Yeah, it's in the near, bay. It's, it's the near bay. Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah, it's just to okay. the west of west, Fisherman's Wharf. Okay. okay. Um, we talk about it from time to time. In fact, I think next season we're going to actually have a whole episode Wait about Wait a minute, Aquatic you said Park. you swim there? Yeah. So you get in that zero degree water? Mm-hmm. It's oh. not really zero degrees. Oh, what is it, two? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's too. It is. Yeah, it's pretty cold. One time, I let my foot. You let it. Your I, foot was. I let my your foot, foot was nagging you. I you let my foot let touch the water. Uh huh. And it felt like safety pins had attacked my whole body. Now it's got to be safety pins. Couldn't be like sewing needles. It it had was, to be they were pins. safety pins. All right. Open well, safety understand. pins. Here's what you do. You want to know my secret? What's that? First of all, I wear a wetsuit. Secondly, I pour hot water into the wetsuit before I get in the water. Are you serious? Yeah. If you have to do all that, to get in that, what yeah. maybe as a human you shouldn't be in that. Not water. only that, it doesn't help. 
That water's cold. You know, that's one thing I miss. From, What's that? I miss from back home. A warm beach. Yes. Yeah. Our water is like 79, 80 degrees. But we're going to talk about that actually very shortly. Let's do a commercial. Okay. And then we'll talk about that. Are we done talking about tombstones and. Um, okay, well, we'll throw it out there. So you can see them at Aquatic Park. Uh, when we have big storms out at Ocean Beach, you'll find they have that up again. Tombstones will wash Talk up. Talk about that. Tombstones will wash up. Oh, they won't, I'm sorry, they won't wash up. They'll, the sand will wash away, get blown away and wash away. And there'll be this granite, these granite tombstones that are showing on the beach. Really? Because they dumped them there. Uh, when, when Aquatic Park was built, that was in the 30s, they used for the seawall old tombstones from the different cemeteries. There's also a place called Buena Vista Park, which is just south of the Panhandle, Golden Gate Park Panhandle. And if you, it's kind of like got a windy road that goes up to the top, the peak of that hill. And if you look at the little gutters, you know, you got your street and then the gutter and the curb, those are chunks of granite in the gutter. And every so often, you can actually read what was chiseled on the granite. When they did that, were they doing that to preserve the tombstones? Were they just trying to be green and yeah, it was like their version it? of being green in the 1930s. They were yeah, they were just we have this building material, let's use it. <laughs> Interesting. And they say you can even see some of them downtown. You know, in the the curbs downtown because really? they do have granite down by the Embarcadero Center. You'll see granite gutters and curbs. Okay, and those are tombs- tombstones. Some of them are tombstones. That's what they say, but I've never seen anything etched in them. I'm about to ask a question that's going to discredit my intelligence for at least a year. Now, what is a tombstone? (laughs) You know what? The fact that you could calculate it out to a year shows you're quite bright. But what? A tombstone. Let me get this right. Is that the... That's a pizza. No, listen. Is it the little statue that sits up and it has the the name on it? Yeah, the marker thing. It's okay. Okay. All right. You want me to cut that out? uh, I think it was very cute. Okay, keep it. Is that it? Is there anything else? Um... That's oh, it, that's it about the wave organ. Yeah. The wave organ was built in like 86. What is the wave organ? 1986? Yeah. What is the wave organ? The wave organ is a bunch of old tombstones that are stacked in a it wave. Is? That Yeah, that when the when the uh, water comes in, the waves, you know, the tide okay. comes in, a literal it wave. makes, yeah, it makes vibrations that make sounds come out I of the top. I didn't know those It rarely stones. works. You, most of the time you just hear like plopping, but sometimes you'll get a sound out what of it. What does it sound like? You can go online and listen to it. No, so, that's not so it. when they say organ, they mean like the like a musical instrument, like yeah. the instrument. Yeah, you okay, can go online and hear whack. hear sounds of it, but it's yeah. not. I didn't. Did it you? rarely works properly. I didn't know it was the made AC out of old tombstones. Yeah, well, I mean, it's lots I of that. They, I think they also have old chunks of concrete and everything. You don't have but, control over the AC, huh? It's not yours. Oh, it just went on, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting cold. Mm-hmm. Nah. No, I'm not getting cold. <laughs> I can feel it. I am. Yeah. I'm cold. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't have any control. I'm sorry. Are there any it's other the graves shelter. or burial sites or anything that you? Do you have something in mind? Well, aren't there like some Native American burial sites? Well, they're not sure. Really? Frankly, they don't know. There's stories. The any the only thing that in a lot of these places they have to go by, you know. People describing streets and things to know where these these old cemeteries are. With the Native American sites, that uh, first when they won the Yerba Buena, won uh, the eighteen of them that were had buttons oh, on them under, and stuff. Right. They were worried that some of them were Indian barrels because you have that you have to bring in Indian tribes and they have to go through a whole thing. But they realized they all had these lids on them. They say there was an excavation found over by the C- Civic Center. By the BART station, that was, you know, like in 1969, because the Civic Center is right there by the uh, Asian Art Museum, so that's why they thought they might have been 
Indian bear because they had mm. found Indian remains there before. Wow. Um, and then over by Yerba Buena Gardens, there was uh, a letter that they had found that made it sound like there was some Native Americans <laughs> that were buried over by Yerba Buena Gardens. But they don't have anything verifying any of this. So we don't really know if there are any. You would imagine, because before the Europeans came, there were Native Americans there. You would imagine they would be here, but they don't have any evidence of where there would be an Indian burial ground. Oh, fascinating. You didn't even warn us about that music. Do you want to be involved in the commercial? Uh, Sure, why not? Okay, let me ask you a question. It's all in the check, right? Yeah. <laughs> you bet. Um, <laughs> so, how long have you been married? I oh. have been married for eight years. This eight year, years. This year. Now, when you were married, did you have a big wedding? No. I oh, did not. Good. I did not have the wedding that I wanted to have what did you want to have describe what you wanted to have with your wedding it wasn't what i had i understand it's, i i'm still planning that and i plan on doing a wedding the wedding that i always wanted would there be flowers um uh, yes i reckon so would there be photographer uh yes i somebody would, would you be pictures. willing to pay for a venue yes now the reason why i bring and this a wedding up, planner and a wedding planner Although I'm sure she'll be doing her own planning. I'm sure. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> oh, I get it. You don't have to send it. Okay. I know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> My and she... So, <laughs> so, with all of that, that's pretty expensive, isn't it? Right. But what do the brides never think of? They don't think of themselves. That... Everybody else and everything else. That's exactly that's right. Unless you're watching TLC, and that's all they think about is themselves. <laughs> right. But for a lot of them, they're doing all this other stuff, but they're not thinking about them. They may think about how am I going to get into the dress, right? Right. Oh, they think about that a lot. And but what I'm saying is, even if they do work at that, they're only thinking. They're thinking short term. They're thinking getting to that wedding right. day, and it ends. Yeah, because you know what? It's one thing to get married, but you got to stay married. That's right. That's true. And if you get the and slightest bit ugly, it. we dump you. Well, <laughs> you may not dump us physically, but you will mentally. And emotionally, Maybe, yes. emotionally. Maybe I should play my sad piano and, music yeah. while we talk about this. You can't help it, you know, hey. Yeah. But. Well, you, you, you can't, she's going to say, you can't help it, you're all pigs. Right. But <laughs> what I'm saying is this. What if there were a fitness coach who not only helped you get into the dress for the wedding, right. but kept you going right on sailing into a nice, you know, golden anniversary 50 years down the and road. And changing that lifestyle. That yeah. is awesome. They worry about that. They worry about their appearance. And it's not just all vain. It matters. It matters how we kind of get through life and how we function. And it's, it's so important. It matters to the vein, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that there's a trainer out there that does just that? Really? Do you know the name? I think I do. Give it a shot. I think it's uh, Tammy Fox. She has a company name. <laughs> What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> Bridal Fitness Coach. Oh, yeah, Bridal, Bridal Fitness, Fitness Coach. You know, I've seen that online. Yeah. 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 So Bridal Fitness Coach, here's the stuff she does. Actually, Babette, what's the stuff she does? She gets women in shape for their weddings. Brides yeah. get in shape for their weddings, as well as grooms, bridal parties. Right. The, grooms, the, bridal parties. The mother of the bride. Yeah. Oh, that's a good She'll thing. She'll do that. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, good thing. Absolutely. The and the result... A baby. Yeah, she does a good job. You can hear that. And then she, we still need her after the baby. That's yeah. Right. Very much so. So now, give me the where, baby. The where? Well, she trains at a private gym. Yeah. 
And she can also train you in your home or your office. Oh, it is on there. Now that's yeah. fun. Or, or yeah. I believe she does online training. Like that's through right. FaceTime or Skype. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but no, that coming to your home and stuff, that's the bomb.com. That's the bomb.com. I like that because yeah. that's what, you know, that's something like I would need something like that. Yeah. Being a stay-at-home mom and having somebody, any service that'll come to your home, I think that's so luxurious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, you know, you can get a free consultation. That's cool, too. Yeah. So here's how you get it. You go to bridalfitnesscoach.com okay. or you can call 415-317-6827. 415-317-6827. Well, I know I'm going because right. I'm, I'm trying to stay married. <laughs> <laughs> Bridal fitness coach. Make a commitment. Okay. <laughs> now, now we get to the part. That whole thing was just a warm-up. Oh. Yeah. Now we get to the important really? stuff. We get into the that very, That commercial very, wasn't Oh no, the, real? no, no, no. I meant all the stuff before. That oh. cemetery junk. Oh, okay. So you know what we do when we have guests? We have a special little intro for you. Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood? Say, who are the people in your neighborhood, hey. the people that meet each day? All right, Chloette Williams. Hi. How do we, we, I think you're a, you're a YouTube sensation. I don't know about a sensation. Okay, you're a YouTube entity. Okay. All you're right. on YouTube. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. But you're a million things. You're an author. You're a singer, a songwriter, musician. Did I get those right? Uh, I don't know about the musician. Know you're me a hard time A little earlier. bit. I'm a little teen bit. Yeah. And apparently a performer. Yes. Tell us about where you were born. I was born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Are there jaguars in Jacksonville? We got dogs. We got stray dogs. <laughs> we got stray dogs. They should have been the Jacksonville stray dogs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, how long were you in Jacksonville? My whole life. I was born and raised there. Right, but you're not there now. Right. And so so I'm trying it wouldn't to, be your whole life. But I'm trying to keep my age out of this. No. Okay. I, I was there. I've been here in San Francisco for three years. So I was there okay. pretty much. I mean, I moved away one time before. But I was there for 30 years then. So now you have a lot of, how many siblings? I have three siblings. And are they all musical? Um, my my brother, my oldest brother is, he's um, very, very deep into music. Yeah. He performs and everything else too. So I'm just trying to get a background on you because you're right. not just a musician, singer, you're an I'm artist. I'm not a musician overall. at all. No? You're... Although I did play the drums in high school. I was oh, yeah? the only girl on the uh, drum line, and I played the snare drum. And I was pretty good. I made the paper back really? home and all that. Yeah, I was pretty good. Cause you're I, like Karen when, Carpenter. When I get my mind set to something I want to do, I just... I'm curious. How did you get your mind set on that? Um, Because I think I still had a little trace of the tomboy still in me. Uh-huh. I was really athletic in high school, you know, and everything. And um, I always loved music. My family was really, really big with music, you know. And then I would watch the band perform, but we had, like, we had one of the best drum lines ever. And when I seen I was hooked. I said, I want to be a part of that. And they were all guys. The only girls that were in the drum line were cymbal girls. And I did not want to be a cymbal girl. Did you make fun of the cymbal girls when you were a snare drum? No, I did not. We were cool. Is the snare the big one Were you? No, that's the bass drum. It's the one that's got that... When you hear the drum roll, the oh, kind of like it's, oh, it's, yeah, that's yeah, cool. it's the one it's that takes the most the precision. None of the guys wanted to, you know, they just didn't want to see me on this drum line. So it was only one guy that would help me out. He would sneak 
and teach me like after school and stuff because he just he was just a good person and so he told me to go home and practice on a pillow and I did long story short at one time I was the first snare so that's my only musicianship now the guy who helped you Mm -hmm. how long before he asked you out he never asked me out which was that was cool that was awesome because I was so used to being put in that light he was the only guy that didn't come on to me like that and what's crazy is that my husband was that person too he was in my band before we got married. He was my drummer. He's still my drummer. And he was the one person out of all of the musicians very different. Well, he played it right. Right. I, know, I didn't think <laughs> he liked You ended up me. with him. Right. Yeah. You know what? I have. I could always sing, but nobody knew for a long time. Uh-huh. Well, my mom said that she knew I could sing when I was like four or five years old. I don't remember this. But she said I was outside. And she said she thought it was a bird. Because even to this day, I have, like, a really heavy vibrato in my voice. So it's like, you know how birds kind of have that little, that shake in their voice. So my voice was really tiny, and I was little, and I was singing. I was like, and she looked outside, and it was me playing. And she said I was singing Stevie Wonder, My Sherry and More, which is so ironic. I don't even know the words to that song Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I don't. I'm trying to think. Is it pretty as a summer day? Distant is a Milky Way. Come on. I really don't know you the can do I don't it. know the lyrics to that song. Na, I only know the na, hook. Na, na, if na, this is your na, way of trying to get na, me to sing, na, not na, this song. Na, na, na. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you totally I don't know the Q. lyrics to that song to that song, but I love singing. That's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is it's a great song. I would love to hear you sing it. Let me tell you, it wasn't <laughs> that song I was singing. It was Maroon Five Sunday morning. You were singing that? Yeah. At four years old? Yep, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I was singing Maroon 5 Sunday morning. Can I get some snaps? Are you going to be off beat? I don't know the song. You don't know Sunday What do you morning? mean am I going to be off beat? <laughs> what are it you trying a- to say? You don't know Sunday morning? How's it go? Sunday morning, rain is falling. Mm-mm. You don't know that? No. You know what? I got to say that even just the way she did that with her voice. It was very bird-like. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I knew the lyrics. I feel bad now that no, I don't know you my should. shit anymore. Like, you should come in prepared. <laughs> I, I would, you would think that people would probably ask me to sing that song with that story. Yeah, you would. Since we're talking about music, I just want to give a shout-out to Prince. I don't think he can hear you. <laughs> well, I was just, I want to talk about, um, you know, clearly you're talented as a singer, but I've also seen your art. What I have not seen is your uh, children's book. You have not seen my children's book. I have not seen your children's book. Oh, well, you don't know what you're missing. I know I don't. Tell me about it. How? Tell us the whole story, where you got the idea for it, you know, the inspiration. Okay, I'm going to try to summarize it, it. All right. I wanted to do something where I could just, like, hone all of my artistic abilities into one thing. So a book with illustration was a way that I could just like put it all together because I've been writing. I write and arrange all my music. I always did pretty good with that and I like to do it. So I wanted to, I want to write and then I want to do my art. You know, I love, I draw, I sculpt, I make jewelry, I do glass art, but drawing is like one of the, it's something that I used to do when I was a little girl. And I wanted to put all those things together and then just like my imagination and all that stuff. And I just felt like a children's book was the perfect thing to do it. So the idea started out, it was going to be a book about mermaids. But cut that out. <laughs> but I didn't want to um, be stuck. Like if, if I was doing a story about these little mermaids and stuff, then they'd be stuck like in the water. So I created this little girl that could 
do anything. She can get I in the water. She created can swim. Six little girls, but oh, this yeah. is the book. This is oh, the okay, book, I right? Not, not in real life. Not in real life. <laughs> There's but, a theme with you. I'm noticing you don't like things to be stuck. Oh, I we don't have know. arrived at something. I don't know about stuck. I just, I don't know. I just, it's, I like to be able to. You like things to be free. Are you claustrophobic? Fluid. I don't know. I've never been in a situation. Can you lock her in a closet, please? <laughs> Negative, no. Everything that we've brought up today, you pretty much have mentioned how you don't like things to be stuck. You don't like to right. be stuck. You don't like people to be stuck. Right. So go on. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a good observation. Thank you. I'm, I'm very away. smart. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I created a child. She just happened to be a little girl, maybe because I'm a female and I have all girls, but she's not this little girl that a little boy can't relate to. As a matter of fact, she's wearing jeans and a T-shirt, which is how I was as a kid. I was a tomboy, and I think the tomboy is, like, the best kind of girl because she's, like, two kids combined. So, you know, because a boy can't necessarily walk around in the purple and pink and do all of this butterfly and all this other stuff. Oh, you haven't been in San Francisco long. (laughs) I mean, well, they can, but you know (laughs) what I mean. But I just felt like I was able to, like, channel through this little girl. And she is just whimsical and she's so colorful and her imagination is just, I don't know, I just think it's just lovely. And is her name Tissy Rose? Her name is Tissy Rose. Tissy Rose. So I do know then. I have seen this. Uh, But let me ask you, because we've mentioned you have six daughters. Right. Do you pull from, you know, different of their different personalities and put any little anything into her with that? I do, but I don't I didn't I don't realize I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, and then so, afterward you'll like look at it or read it. Well, go, oh, I, I don't know. I don't even realize it then. People will say it to me. Like the character, they'll look at her and a lot of people say she looks like my kids. Yeah. You know, um they they will just say that they see that. And I do have like my little childhood experiences and stuff kind of wrapped up in her. Like one of the things she does in the book, she was riding around on this little yellow bike that I used to ride my next door neighbor. And we would take this little yellow bike that she had over there, I guess she had it for the children. And we would ride around this big tree over and over. All we would do is ride in a circle around that tree. It was like the funnest thing. We would do that for like two or three hours straight. But that particular bike, I put that in the story and stuff like that. You weren't tied to the tree. (laughs) No. Okay. No, it wasn't that long ago. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, how did I miss that one? Now I feel bad on two levels. And two, that, no. That's good. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know, I guess it's a little bit of myself and the children wrapped up in it. But it's not just for little girls. You yeah. know, it's, it's just for kids. It's, it's not even just for kids. Because I like a bunch of kids stuff. Like my oldest daughter. You can relate to that, SK. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my oldest daughter, she's 13 years old. You know, and I always tell her, remember, who made those toys? Adults. I said, all those movies you look at, Pixar and all that stuff, who makes those movies? They don't have a bunch of kids in there making that stuff. That's a good point. Adults. You know, they do all of that little fun stuff that kids enjoy. We make it. So you never get too old. Now, do you have just the one? Is this going to be a series? Oh, it's What's a gonna, series of you books. You already have the series going. It's a ser- Yes, it's a series of books. Uh, mind you, I'm doing everything on my own. Uh-huh. This has been a long time coming. I've been working on this project for about four years, but I am doing everything on my own. Um, Including I did, translation? No, the translation, I've got a good close Japanese friend to do uh-huh. that, and then they sent it off to some other Japanese-speaking people. 
And so I got my little proofreads and all that. So I did not do the translation. Okay. But I did the jab. I'm glad you said that. That's why I, I brought it up. I wasn't I wasn't trying to harass you about speaking <laughs> right. jab. I wanted to bring I, I'm, up I'm the... learning. I'm getting the hang of this. Yeah. We're not going to have this problem. <laughs> but um, I got, I have an English and a Japanese version of it. I, of course, I would want to translate it in every language or in many languages. But I chose English and Japanese because my children read, write, and speak Japanese. And I've always been intrigued with the culture. And I was inspired by, like, Japanese anime art. So, you know, it just fit for me to do it that way. So I'm hopefully will have the books printed up by this fall. Oh, wow. Okay. The dates will vary, but this year definitely. Right. And I'll have the debut book um, printed up. And once that debut book comes out, then, you know, I'll just keep the other ones coming. Right. And so everything. the book is finished. Oh, the book is completely finished. Okay. Yeah, it just has to be. It's just me getting the funds together. I see. Oh. Are you, well, what are you doing about that? Do you doing one of those? Um, crowdfunding. A crowdfunding thing? I don't or? know. I don't know anything about that. I tried to do a GoFundMe. Yeah. And honestly, I thought GoFundMe was like all for people who had loved ones that passed away or something yeah. or some kind of disease. Yeah. I, You know, I, I thought it was all that. And then and it didn't go so well. I don't know what I did wrong. Yeah. Yeah, tell Babette about it. She'll she'll help out. Not me. Oh, don't yeah. look at me. Don't look my way. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, but she, I just, I don't know. I saw, I went to the website the other day. I love the website. Oh, thank you. It's beautiful. Yeah, we worked really hard. I worked really hard. And the um, guy who set it up, he is an amazing website. He did a good job. Website designer, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's tissyrose.com? Tissyrose.com. T-I-S-S-Y-R-O-S-E. Okay. Com. She's super cute. But now- you also have, you know, like your jewelry you're making, and that's right. a separate thing. That's Well, you know, I, I've been making jewelry and selling it for over 15 years, since I was a little girl. And when I first started making jewelry, I was using thread from the sewing machine, and it was so weak. So, like, my sister's friends from high school, they all wanted the anklets, you know, because they thought they was getting sexy. <laughs> so they wanted anklets, and they would come over, and they would buy the little anklets for me, and i have my little business, and then they'd break in a week, and they'd come right back and buy them for me. <laughs> and then I moved up, so I'm, you know. That's the way Microsoft stuff, right? works. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been doing the jewelry and stuff for a while. Like, that's always been, like, a source of income for me. Yeah. And just, I, it's not limited to jewelry. Like, I will, I tell people, whatever, draw it. And I'll make it. I like your paintings. Yes, thank what? you. I do paintings too. Yes, and that's also that's that's on your Etsy. Yes, site? I have an I have an Etsy store, and the link is that link for my store is on my uh, website, but it's etsy.com slash shop slash purple aquarium and i only have a few things on there, but I've been on Etsy for a long time, and I just start like really getting the shop together. You have a hard time coming off of it. Uh yes, Etsy yeah. is addictive. I've yes. been I've been on the other end. I was a user. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I sell. She had something really cool on her blog the other day. Yeah. Oh, you follow said, my blog? I looked at or it. Or you go to my blog? Yeah, I went to it the other day. I've been wanting people to follow. My blog is going to be so interesting. I want people. It's to really, it's really actually very good, and it's. I found it on your tissyrose.com page. I like the way she says it. <laughs> Amazingly enough, the woman is literate. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's well, something you do good. So I liked. There was a post about a company 
that makes toys from your kid's drawing. That is so neat. Oh, I thought that, that was cool. so, so like neat. if your kid draws like a little like they had a drawing of like a, a little kid drew like a little stick person with like crazy yeah, hair. Right. And they made like a little a little plush toy out and of it's, it. And, and it's like, like how cool is that? really cool. detailed. It's like yeah. they'll get every like all little mess ups of the kid. Yeah. It's so cool. And I and I'm gonna get some of my kids' drawings yeah. turned into oh, that uh, toys. Would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like toys. Yeah, that's cool. And so, so I'm trying trying to delineate all this stuff here. You've got the Tissy Rose is mostly for the books. That's you know your your yeah, it's the book. And maybe that could sprout off. But but I also do like all of my little paraphernalia and stuff for my book and my character. Mm -hmm. That is on the site as well. So like right now, I start. I have like little dust plugs for your cell phones and stuff. Tissy Rose little character. Really, little chibi little dust plugs. You have to go. It's on my site. And then I also um in one of the book series um you'll have to learn about it. But it's an area called Lola Peach Reef because I, I I snuck my. My water people in there, some kind of way. Yeah, I, they're yeah. not mermaids anymore. <laughs> they're I call it. She's a water girl, so she just is in the water a lot, and so she, she has can a take sw- her. She can take her her tail on and right. Off. She has a little swim tail that she puts on that help makes it easier for her to swim on her little voyages when she looks for like sea opals and right. all that type of stuff. But she's a water girl because I told you, you know, me and a tail and at night and in yeah. the ocean, all that. No, <laughs> so I, you know, and then I just wanted to be realistic. You know, I didn't want to take it too mythical. So you went to. T- Attachable right. tail. I understand. Right. You know, yeah, and it's, it's just okay. a girl that loves water because that's really who I am. I love water, aquatic life. I don't know what this Let's fetish go is that I down have. To aquatic park. No, I like water that doesn't make me feel like I have frostbite. Oh, okay. <laughs> she loves yeah. water. is not oh, going to kill be a her. Right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so she's just in the. So I, I, that concept that I was going to do first with the water family and all that stuff like that is still in yeah, my book series. Yeah, they want to put it in there. All yeah, right, it's cool. still in my book series, but you just get introduced to one of the family members which is Oriallo. you get introduced to her in the first book but then i have these little cute little fish that are in lola peach reef which is where she's from that's where she stays and they're called bubble cream fish and they're so cute and i and i may i sculpt those and i sell those oh. so like until i can get me like a deal <laughs> a deal with like a toy company or somebody that's gonna make all my stuff yeah. you know right now I gotta make it and I gotta show them what the you know what the dream yeah, is yeah. my dream is to I want her to be an ec- epidemic like Hello Kitty that's my that's my rival but my my uh, I look up to him. can I give you a Sam little Rio. bit of business advice what's that you may not want to refer to it as an epidemic <laughs> oh 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 yeah <laughs> cut that <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so that's the the Tissy Rose stuff the Etsy with the purple aquarium that's gonna have the jewelry and the art and the uh and the blog is where the blog is on the Tissy Rose site it's on Tootsie Rose Tissy Rose yes not to everything. This, these I are the think fish. I see. Aww. Becomes a tissy rose to me. See, I can just <laughs> I like that. that. Yeah. Cute. That was the sense I got when I was looking at the site. That it's very cute and bubbly and like cream puffs and candy uh, and right. rainbows and bubbles and you know. But when you're a kid, yeah. Well, Happy not when stuff. you're a kid, because I still think like that. And then, um, but now Tissy Rose's real friend is a. Well, her, she, it's a little, I don't know if I should call it a pet because if it's your friend, you shouldn't be a pet, but she has a little pet cotton, I pet all my friends. a pet cotton candy ladybug named Lula Pie. <laughs> I know, isn't that cute? Lula Pie. Lula Pie, she's always, she's always with her. Lula oh. Pie. Lula Pie. No. All of the characters and their she's descriptions like, and who they are, all that's on tissyrose.com. 
It's, the, right. it's the greatest thing. She's a it's cotton. She's a cotton candy puff. Late. No, she's a cotton candy ladybug. Oh, you're talking about her little cloud friend. No, baby puff. Candy ladybug, and then there's cloud you puff. see yeah she does have a little friend see you know she what you love friend you know my she stuff, has a little girl. cloud friend yeah she has a little cloud friend named baby puff baby puff my daughter named it baby puff. oh you did a good job yes. we're gonna talk with you in a second now let me ask you you've also got a, an iron in that fire that you you're a youtube producer actually is what you are aren't you is that what you want to call a creator it? Don't you have any uh, cooking shows? Oh, you know shows? what? I don't have a cooking show. My oh, children have okay. a little baking well, I show. I always figured you were the you were the producer. I am. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. I just missed that plug, so cut that. Okay. And start from the right spot. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughters have a little a baking show, you, and it's called Sweet Friday. Sweet? Do you mind if we ask them some questions about it? No, please. <laughs> All right. So we have f- three of, of your... We have fifty percent of your your offspring with us. Fifty <laughs> percent. The 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 oldest the first fifty percent. The first fifty percent. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna we'll introduce you and we're gonna talk to you about your your baking show. Okay. All right. Are you nervous? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is Karis. <laughs> hey, Karis. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Do you want to stop now? Not really. Okay. <laughs> so we've been talking to your mom about all the projects she's got going. And then I said, and you have a cooking show on YouTube. And she said, no, I don't. My daughters do. So that was nice of her. So if you don't mind, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but how did this get started? I just watched the cooking show and I just started. Oh, you were just watched the show and decided to get up and give it a try? Yeah. Uh, wh- what was the show? Do you remember? It was a lady on YouTube and she was baking a lot. And I said, I wanted to try something. And then my mom and me thought of having a um, baking show and Dream and Glaze agreed with it. And then it just started. So. Wow. So now, be honest. You do all the work, huh? No. No? <laughs> I do the work when it comes to baking and putting the food in the oven. Uh-huh. And, and then you got your little sisters. Yeah. They're helping you out there. Why don't we meet them too and we'll come back to you? All right. So the next oldest is dream so dream you can hear me though right yes yes so now what did you think when your mom and your sister came to you and said okay we're going to do a cooking a baking show well i felt surprised because i didn't really know that we decided when we uh did a baking show and i'm impressed about what my mom has doing and helping us for our hard work she has and um taping us and and I just appreciate it. Wow. Oh, she's so sweet. Does she make you say that? <laughs> <laughs> and I do love my mom also. Oh, okay. Aww. That's good, too. Thank you, well, let's I see what Glace has to say. So, Glace, you're the youngest of the three oldest. I'm actually six. You're six? <laughs> wow. Why, just last year you were five. I turned six. Oh, yeah. So now you're in school then, right? No. Well, she's she's not in school right now because it's summer. Oh, it's summer. Yeah. Okay. Now, when so do you, are you doing more baking now that you're not in school? Yes, I'm doing more baking on Friday. Some days are not Friday, so we just pretend it's Friday. Oh. <laughs> Tell that's the, the show magic. secrets. We air, <laughs> we air it on Friday. That's all that matters. Uh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so what is the fa- your favorite thing that you've baked? It was... 
Uh, chocolate mousse cakes. Ooh. Hey, it's weird. I didn't get any. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there. I wasn't there. Okay. And when I heard about it, uh-huh. um, I actually went behind the um wall where we come to come, and then I heard it, and then I came out, and I was, and I was so, I was so shy, uh-huh. and then I jumped down and say, I wanna go in the show with Karis. Oh wow! Oh, so you wow. took you took the dive. Well, that was because of you had the the chocolate mousse cakes coming. Huh? Me and Dream, me and Dream said at the same time. Oh, really? We 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 said something to each other and then we jumped out. So wow. it was a, it was collusion, is what it was. <laughs> was it collusion? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well we'll give it back to Dream for a second. So now, Dream, what's your favorite part of doing the baking? My favorite part. About the the baking uh-huh. was uh the char char Charlie Ranchers. Ranchers Charlie Ranchers apples. Charlie you mean the Jolly Rancher candy apples? Yeah. Jolly Rancher candy apples, but it turned out we couldn't put the speckles on top because uh it dries right away. Oh really? So we just and I, my sister tried one, uh-huh. and when she licked, there was actually some spikes, so it didn't. Work. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm only cutting out about half the sure, stuff you say. Only good stuff. Dream. Okay. Well, that was good, but I wanted to ask Karis a question because Karis is the senior member, senior member of the team, right? CEO. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to keep everything, you know. But now I've seen it, and I've seen the younger sisters help you out with adding things. Who makes the decision on who gets to add stuff and and. Uh, Oh, my mom. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> if I would have did, did the baking, probably all me. Really? Yeah, probably bake the whole thing is and that, not talk. Is that Well, that would work. <laughs> is that because it's easier to do it just all on your own, or is it because um, they always want to add extra sugar? <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to do it on your own because you don't have to um, always follow the lines. Oh, you like to th- make it a little customized for yeah. yourself, you don't have to um, pause every moment and say, hey, well, we're putting this in the oven. Right, right. I oh, like yeah, that would be annoying, huh? It's yeah. part of that theme. She doesn't like to be controlled and She's like oh, a mom. Stuck. Oh, I control them. She likes to have During the taping of that. They're very controlled. <laughs> so do you get to bake not on camera at times or you just, yeah, I'm going to make something? Um, I bake off camera and yeah. on camera. But she's been practicing a heavy whipping cream pound cake. And I think Ooh. it's kind of cool because... Pound cakes, you know, that's like a, that's an old school, you know, cake like yeah. that. You Love know, that's a, pound a baker. Cake. You know, that's my mom's favorite cake. So I don't even know how to make a pound cake. And she's got it down? Tried. Oh, yeah. She keeps baking it. And so now she's got it. It's a that heavy whipping good. cream pound cake. It's so Oh, I want some. So, yeah. And I make my own, gla- well, the glaze that they want us to make. But I make Ooh. kind of, like, it tells me what to put in and how much. But I go off sometimes uh-huh. because it can be powdery. Because we put powdered sugar in it to make the glaze, and sometimes I put less powdered sugar in it, so it can be um, less thick, like coming out like a brick. Ah. <laughs> now, do you have some ideas for stuff you'd like to experiment with? Um, I think I like to do a lot of stuff that I see on like baking shows. Yeah. Like if I see them light like a cupcake cream up to make it look brown, I want to try that. 
I just try to um try to learn everything with baking and anything I see of a baking show and see if it's interesting to me, I would like to try. Okay. Well, it's but you're enjoying it? You're enjoying the What's the name of the show again? Sweet Friday. How many episodes have you done? Um actually the t- um toy episodes as well. Like yeah, I was just about to say. Oh, that's right, the toy ones. Ooh, yeah, they let's do talk toys. About the toy ones. They do like toy. Yeah, open up toys. let's ask the girl the, little, the younger them? ones. I have. So, what can you tell me about your toy videos? The toy video was great. It was uh. Yeah, who is this, this, this is Dream. dream I'm sorry. Speaking. This is Dream. Sorry. <laughs> no, I I messed Anyways. up. Not you. Anyways, uh, poet, my youngest sister, she just turned three. She was in the uh, toy show also, and um, even though that she was talking, like talking in another language, I didn't even know what she was saying. <laughs> but, but what the toys were, the toys were these little collectibles. They were cheerleaders, I guess, but they were in different styles. Like, and then uh, Karis got little tiny ones, even boy ones. And uh, she talked about it also, and then Poet needs help, and then Karis helps her and stuff. Wow. Is there a different name for the, the toy episodes? No, it's just whatever it's they do. They, they get the toys, and they open them up for the first time. Ah. Like- now, Glace, tell me some stories about opening toys. We had it quiet, and Poet was being very silly. She actually didn't know what she was doing, but Karis helped her, like James said, and then she actually made a picture of herself doing this and then putting her face like like quiet, mm-hmm. like quiet, and then um, we play with them, and and we like we keep them like for many years until we play with them well, well we actually don't know where they are so <laughs> <laughs> I think I know why <laughs> I know what happens to them, what? What happens to them. poet takes them oh. <laughs> yeah she has dreams she yeah. thinks that is her toy I know she, she takes always them and wants she, like, it hides them <laughs> so no one some of them we find something? them in the refrigerator you can say something can I say something? Sure. Okay. Poet loves my little collectible, but she steals it and she puts it in a secret place. She puts it in the um the sock bin. That's her secret place. She puts apples when whenever she's done with it. She put that's that's just her own se- that's just her own secret place. Yeah. <laughs> Under the bed. Under the bed. Under she's the bed. always <laughs> she's then it turns old. <laughs> it, it's always it's always under the bed. Okay. <laughs> okay. All well, right. Hey, you know what, girls? You're not gonna be able to hear it now because you don't have the headphones on. But when we get done with this, your mommy will let you hear it because you guys did such a good job. I do something for people who do a good job, and everyone claps for you guys. You guys so you'll be so able to hear good. claps for the good job and you guys. So we did. should give a rundown of who we just had on. We had we, Karis. We had Karis. Is the she's the ringleader. Mm-hmm. And then the next in line was Dream, mm-hmm. and then finally Glace. And then Poet sitting in my lap. Yes, she is. Say hi, uh, Poet. Hi. I I say one say it was a class was is was several a class um a class that say 
Okay, so I want to translate that. Well, that was, see, people didn't think she really spoke Japanese. (laughs) Was that her jinglish? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for coming in, ladies. It was very nice to have you I want to tell you, I want to redo my song. We'll redo your song. Not because I think I should do Sunday morning because of the fact that a lot of people know that it's modern, but it's more upbeat. Okay. I don't want to do the ballot thingy. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's take a quick, uh, we got one more commercial to do, and then we'll come back and we'll finish up with you. Does okay. that sound okay? That sounds great. Okay. So when I redo my song, please erase the other two singing parts. We'll see. <laughs> that is un- non-negotiable. Oh, okay. Um, but first, uh, you don't know how to surf, do you? Uh, no. But the kids want to be a surfer. Oh, yeah? You know how you can learn to surf? How? You can go to Mike Surf School. Oh, really? Have you heard of Mike Surf School? I didn't know it was a such thing as a surf school. Yeah. It's based down in, in Pacifica on Lindemar Beach. Hmm. It's a, The good thing about that beach is it's not too difficult. It's a good beginner beach, a good learning beach. Right. And Mike at Mike Surf School says, come on down. That is so interesting. See, that's the that's some of the perks of being on the West Coast. That's true. We it don't is a have good surfing. We don't have a surf school down south. No one can swim. And all the sharks are always saying when people get bitten by sharks, it's always Florida. However, Lindemar Beach is a safe beach. No one's ever been attacked there. But many people have learned. And you know who they've learned from? Who? They've learned from Mike at Mike's Surf School. That is so cool that it's yeah. a school that teaches you to surf. Yeah. Like, no, seriously, my kids really talk about that. Yeah. Well, reasonably priced. You can call Mike at Mike's Surf School, 650-898-5522. That's 650-898-5522. Mike's Surf School. He'll teach you how to surf. Wow. Yeah. Do, you have to, oh, yeah. <laughs> do you have to know how to swim? Yeah, it'd probably be a good idea. <laughs> okay, so now there was one thing we were going to talk about, uh, quick, and then we're going yeah the East Coast West Coast thing because you're from the East, actually the Southeast, and I know you enjoy it here because I've even heard you say you always wanted to live here, right? No, you never heard me say that. No, I didn't. You didn't want to live here. I didn't not want to live here, but you just didn't hear me say that. She's so difficult. She really is. Why, why do what I did I difficult? say at the beginning of the show? <laughs> why do I have to be difficult? Why can't I just yeah, why be Why do you have to be difficult? And, and into the details. I'm into the details. You don't know what you said. You drink constantly around me. The point is this. <laughs> you, there's got to be something about San Francisco you love. Oh, yeah. I love It's an artistic city to me. Yeah. I love that. And I love the diversity. You think there's diversity here? I think so. Because where you I'm from, if you ain't black, white. you white. <laughs> if you ain't white, you black. Oh, okay, so we have the Indian and the uh, no, but I mean it's very diverse. Asian. Like, look at the school system in the public school system. They have the language immersion programs where they teach your kids to read, write, and speak in another language for free because yeah. it's necessary to kind of have that. That you know. What neighborhood are you in? So my neighborhood, I believe it is Bayview. Yeah. But I'm on the tip tip, right by the old candlestick. Yeah, like uh, candlestick point area. Yeah, the yeah. candlestick uh stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And then did you did you guys ever go out and watch it as it was being torn down and Yes, everything? we seen the whole thing. As a matter of fact, they had like a petition because they wanted to um a demolition, you know, they wanted yeah, to just blow right. it up. And so they first of all we had to relocate for like a few days and we had it was on our own expense we had to pay for it yeah wow and they wanted us to relocate because it was going to be so much debris in the air um and like we're extremely close to it we could see the stadium from my kid's window and but the community argued that you know it would be in the soil it'd be in the water system you know stuff like that and i just had i had a newborn at the time 
And I well, just, I felt. You always have a newborn at the time. Well, I had a new, yeah, yeah that's true. As long as I've been here. But <laughs> this is true. But, um. But they they got it down. They had to take it down in pieces. Yeah, I so used to drive passed. by and take pictures of it as it was coming down. Yeah, I took a few pictures. You know, I'm not me not being from over here. I thought the place was historical. I don't think they should have torn it down. But that's I have limited information because I've talked to some natives that said that the place was really run down and and it needed it was it, it was needed an update. Yeah, you know? actually, when it was even first built, it didn't work right. They had built in uh, uh, radiant heating pipes and everything that never worked. And, oh wow! Yeah, and then the location, you know, in that the side of the hill there, right. it got really windy. Right. And so you'd get if you didn't get a sunburn, you get a windburn. Right. I actually People always been complained to a few. About it. I had been to some games years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. But I remember my dad. He said as a little boy, he was a 49ers fan, and his dream was to go to Candlestick Park as a little boy and watch them play. Well, then... And go yeah. there. You know, that was yeah. his dream. Mitchell, but, he wasn't missing much. Right. I, Actually, I always, like, I always liked Candlestick Park. But you know, the dream, the thing about it is that the fact that he said when he was a little boy, that that was his dream. So I'm thinking, I don't know how old that stadium was, but that was historical. Like, I don't even know why... Well, I was built in 63... <laughs> Right. So, yeah. I think maybe they should have kept something from it. You know, like a little piece of it. Well, anywhere. actually, there was a uh, a statue out in front. I can't remember if it and was by Buffon or something. And that's gone now. Well, the... they've got it stored over in the East Bay. They've got it on a okay. different campus. But they ha- they were planning on bringing it back when the development is done. Right. I was wondering. I thought that that was a good yeah. idea for them to keep that because that was yeah. just like a landmark everybody remembered. Right. I knew it, and I'm not from here. Yeah. So. Well, I went to a game a few years ago, and I when I got there, I was like, this place is so run down. Mm. Well, that's because they had been trying to build Pac Bell for a while already but it was been run down and they were try- they already knew they were leaving there in fact about 10 years before they built the new park they were talking about moving to Florida as a matter of fact there was a, there was mm. a very close call that they almost moved to Florida oh wow because they knew they were going to be getting out of there so they were going to like gonna... replace the Jaguars no the Giants were moving Oh, the, the oh yeah! I don't know why the Forty ers weren't doing anything to it. Now that I think about I was it, say, forget well, I went, it. I went to a, a jerk. I went to a Forty ers <laughs> game and it was just yeah. I just thought it was really run down. And I thought the natives here would would be upset about it that it was coming down. And I was talking to a native, a teller at the bank, and he said, "Man, that place was a dump." He was like, "Man, they needed to they needed to tear it down and rebuild it. So if it didn't happen here, it needed to happen, you know." And well, I was like, "Well, it happened in San Jose, so have a good time." <laughs> Which makes no Chum. sense. Exactly. I was just about to touch I on that. I don't even know how you can call it the San Francisco Ex- 49ers and exactly. play here. And I'm going to lose what I say. I'm going to lose cool points <laughs> as a sports fan because left of the town. Feels, all that stuff in yeah. San Jose. Well, who cares? It's the Niners. Pac Bell, though, the or AT&T, the Giants, they're here, and they're even right. closer, so I'm right. happy. I'm and happy. then you're getting the Warriors, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, not what? far from where the... the what? Uh, yeah, San down in the Barcadero. The Warriors are coming? You don't remember this? We had a big discussion about six months ago about well, this. Well, San Francisco owns concerned. the Warriors again. Well, I didn't, I didn't no, know no, no, that it don't. was actually happening. No. I thought it was the San Francisco Warriors now. No, no. no. It's the Golden State Warriors. It's Golden State. But I thought that they said, well, yeah, no, the name didn't change. I'm sorry, but I thought that San Francisco bought it. I read that. No, Gruber. Uh, two Hollywood producers own the, own the Warriors. Oh. I thought they're building a stadium like right across from that UCSF That's, Mission Bay. Yeah, it won't be far from here. That big spot. The minute they come here, they're going to start to lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean they can't keep they can't keep doing. I don't care doing, if they but, lose anyways. I want yeah. the Cavs to win. Uh, well, cut. No. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to cut that out? No, keep that in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, now we talked about your. Let's see. We've got your writing, and your art. Yes. And your jewelry, and your toys, and your 
um, baking shows. The kids and baking the, show. My kids okay, baking I'm sorry. show. Yes. You as producing. I'm your behind kids the film show. film industry right, when I it said. comes to that. Yes. <laughs> I'm the director. Yeah. All of the, the things you're in. But the thing that I first came to know about you, the thing that I was most impressed with, I mean, it's all impressive, but the thing I was most impressive was your angelic voice, your bird-like voice. Oh, you're <laughs> coming back to this part. Yes. Before you give us a demonstration, I want to put some things out there. So you're on iTunes, right? Yes. And I'm I- on all of the downloadable music so they could just go in cloette williams no no they how can, would they find and itunes i'm on a google play store title.com but and what do they type Amazon, in they, but they just type in cloette mm-hmm. um i have two singles on there right now so they can type in cloette c-l-o-w-e-t-t-e mm-hmm. and the title of one of my singles is faith is blind and the other title is forever so they can type it up exactly like that, but they can just type in Cloette and whatever and is under that. All the stuff that up. you have out will come up. Right. Okay. Why don't you give us a sample? Your bird-like voice. Your, <laughs> hey, bird-like no, I want y'all either. to stop the bird-like. That can't. We're not, we're not gonna do the bird-like. Your your little bird voice. But I wanna. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do it a cappella. But I wanna snap and I wanna make sure. Okay. You're gonna and be when on do you time. want me to come in you're with the harmonies? S.K. Morton, are you gonna lose count on the snap? Are you gonna be on beat? Girl, <laughs> say child boo. That's what that's what they say in the south. Child boo. Child boo. <laughs> oh God! Come on, cornbread. Oh, you know what? That's gonna be my name for you from now on. No, you can't. I don't like cornbread. I know. That's why I'm saying it. Anyway, uh-huh. so we would love to hear uh, a sample of your bird-like, angelic, cherubic voice. No, we're not going to do cherubic. bird-like. I don't know what you just said. Well, let's get a snap. I'm going to do a little bit of Sunday morning because okay. I used to have this in my show when I would perform. And I would do little like covers and stuff. And we would do Sunday morning. So oh. that's why I know that. I am notorious with not knowing lyrics. Even oh, my this own. is going to be fun then. Even my own. But no, I know these lyrics. That's okay. why I chose this song. All right. All right. One, two, three. Sunday morning rain is falling. Still some cover, share some skin. He keeping beat. Clouds are shrouding us with memories unforgettable. You switch to fit the mold that I am in. See, things just get so crazy. Living life gets hard to do. I'm Oh, see, I forgot words. Oh, if I knew, I'm going to finish this though. And one day it will lead me back to you. No, it's all see. Then one day it will lead me back to you. And one day it will lead me back to you. My child is off. That may be all I need. In darkness, he is all I see. So come and rest your bones with me. Driving slow on Sunday morning. And I never want to leave. All right. <laughs> Woo, my music, my snaps were yeah, a little you. all over the place. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> come work with me. I'll get you down where you sound okay. pretty good. Okay. <laughs> when you're walking down the street, they're the people that you meet each all right, I'm looking over at Babette, and I'm waiting for her to say her lines. Well, it is getting late, and yeah. you know we've got these kids; we got to get them to bed. Yeah. So why don't Who's we say gotta good night? Who's got to get them to bed? <laughs> <laughs> why don't we say good night? All right, we'll say good night. 
I left my home. San Francisco. Well, Cloette, thank you very much. Cloette Williams, thank you very you much for coming. You don't have to say my last name. Well, I'm trying to put it out there. You got you want me to call but you Tess, Cloette, under, Tessie Rose? No, it's Tissy Rose. Tissy Rose. And nothing is under Cloette Williams. It's just Cloette. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay, Cloette. Cloette. But it's okay. Right. Cloette. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You're quite me. a nuisance. All right. We want you to go, everyone to go to TissyRose.com and check it out. Even if you're not even that interested, get in and see what's there. And, um, and see where it Instagram. goes. My Instagram is yeah. at Tissy Right. Instagrammers understand me. Okay, I got gotcha. you. There's your Etsy. They know how to fill everything in, so it comes down to Purple Aquarium. Yes. Um, we've got one word. Go to go to Cloette and type in uh, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Tidal, and then your songs are um, Eternity and Faith is Blind. It's forever. Forever and <laughs> Faith is Blind. Yes. They're all perfume anyway. So, um, <laughs> ladies, young ladies out there. Thank you guys very much for coming. And next time you come back, we're going to have you guys sing. All right? And Babette, Sweetums. Yes, dear. Thank you very much for hosting. We'll see you next week too, right? Absolutely. Okay. And the rest of you, remember to tell your friends about about skmorton.com and the podcast. And you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Ciao, boo. Okay, you know what? Your sarcasm is going to have to work with me, not against me, before we start taping. Okay. Sweetie, I don't know if you can reach. Can you get that chip off her shoulder? (laughs) Okay. What was your daddy's nickname for you? It was Cornbread. No, call me Turkey next. I'm very smart. Mm. Whacked. It's a happy little puzzle. Put some stank on it. I'm disturbed. Okay, cut that part out before I cut you. No, I'm kidding. Edit that. Okay, but I really want you to take that out. Yeah, take that out too. (laughs) What you just said. I want you to cut it out and cut that out. Cut that part. Should I cut that out? Yes, cut that out. Okay. Cut that out, please. Cut that out. Cut that out, too. Yeah, so you just, yeah, cut that out. I was going to tell you to cut that out. Cut that out. Oh, 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 yeah. Cut that. I just missed that plug, so cut that. Cut that part out. Your joke failed. (laughs) Cut that out. Oh, my gosh. Please cut all of that. Ciao, boo. Okay, keep it in.